Hi, I'm Rick Ryman, host of Audibly Speaking, a show on the stories behind the stories of our time. By sounding out on these stories, we give voice to them and hear them for the first time. From the news of the day to history and literature, from audiobooks to leaders on the stump, we examine the backstories of our time, audibly speaking. Soon on Audibly Speaking, I will be narrating The Adventure of the Crooked Man by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, one of 56 Sherlock Holmes stories. In this podcast, I want to talk about the synopsis of the story and the strengths and weaknesses of it as a way of introducing it. The story involves a colonel named James Barclay of the Royal Mallows, who happens to live at Aldershot Camp with his wife, Nancy. One night, Barclay and Nancy fight inexplicably, and Barclay is apparently violently killed during this argument. The two are heard talking behind a locked door, at the end of which they find the dead body of Barclay and a quite hysterical Nancy. At the beginning of the story, Holmes does not know much about the case, and he tells Watson the extent to which he knows. So Watson and the reader are left with the mystery that confronts Holmes himself, who only knows the barest factors. Holmes explains that Nancy had left the house to go to a meeting and had separated from Barclay amicably at the time and had gone to the meeting for about 45 minutes and then had returned with a friend of hers who had been dropped off at the friend's house before Nancy made her way home. Nancy no sooner got home than she entered a front room and began screaming at Barclay. Barclay was seen walking into the room, but he was never seen walking out of it. The servants heard the argument, and before they could intervene, they heard screaming, and they also heard a falling body, that body being Barclay. One of the servants walked around the front of the house and noticed that the window on the front of the room had been opened. So even though the door was locked from the inside, he was able to enter the room from the outside window, and he found the dead body of Barclay and an hysterical Nancy lying on a couch. Holmes enters the case and begins to find clues. He discovers that there were tracks leading from the street to the unlocked window, and there must have been a third person in the room. The tracks were those of both a human and an animal, an animal that was extremely small and only about two feet long. Holmes believes that the female friend of Nancy, who had been dropped off before Nancy came home, would know more about the case and might be able to solve the case based on her knowledge, because Nancy had not been angry at Barclay before she left to go to the meeting, and she was livid when she came back. So Holmes believed that the friend knew something that would help crack the case, and he is correct. He goes to the friend to try to find out what she knows, and the friend tells him information that leads him to the crooked man of the title, who is also involved in the murder. That is the structure of the story, and without telling more, I will let the story explain itself. Again, my audio narration of the story will appear soon on audiblyspeaking.com. 
Doyle considered The Adventure of the Crooked Man to be 15th out of the top 19 Sherlock Holmes stories that he wrote. The story has plenty of mysterious elements to interest readers. A loving wife and a husband for 30 years who suddenly quarrel moments before her husband's apparent violent death. The husband and wife in a locked room at the time, with the wife the apparent yet inexplicable suspect, tracks to the room from outside the window consisting of both human and animal footfalls. A severely deformed man who admits to knowing both the wife and, under pressure, admitting to watching the quarrel from the street. And a female friend of the wife who knows more about the crime than she initially lets on to the police. There are some seeming weaknesses to the story, however. When Holmes finally gets the facts from the female friend and from the crooked man, they indeed do tie up the loose ends. But this frustrates the reader because there was no way most of the facts could be deduced by anyone, including Sherlock Holmes, until those two witnesses, for their own reason, come clean at the end. Often mystery story readers want to have a chance to solve the crime before the detective does. There is no chance of that here. Also, there is a plot line that is rather forced and hackneyed, without which the story would have fallen apart. The female friend had the opportunity to help the police crack the case before Sherlock Holmes was even involved. She knew that Nancy, the colonel's wife, had encountered the crooked man on the very night she died and had reacted in shock to seeing him all before the murder took place. Conan Doyle has this friend profess to knowing nothing when she first talks to the police that night, supposedly because Nancy swore her to silence when she met the crooked man. The reason Doyle needs this element is because he needs the police to know nothing before Sherlock Holmes comes onto the scene. But when Holmes talks to the friend later, she has no more or less reason to tell all she knew than when the police first talked to her. In both cases, she knew a murder had occurred and that her friend Nancy was accused of the killing. A citizen naturally would have concluded that a promise was superseded if the person demanding it had not known at the time that a murder would intervene and render it invalid. But the friend inexplicably only realizes this when Sherlock Holmes talks to her. It is a creaky moment in the story. The story does have Holmes respond to Watson's amazement at his skill with the classic line, Elementary! But in none of Doyle's stories does Holmes ever say, Elementary, my dear Watson. It's a lot like Rick in Casablanca, who never says, Play it again, Sam, even though the popular culture has rewritten the script to insist that he does. Watch Audibly Speaking for the audio narration of The Adventure of the Crooked Man, a Sherlock Holmes story by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. That's it for today's episode of AudiblySpeaking.com. New podcast episodes appear on AudiblySpeaking.com approximately once every two weeks. Please subscribe to Audibly Speaking on iTunes or whatever podcast aggregator you enjoy. Until next time, this is Rick Ryman. Happy listening! <laughs>